Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Uh, I feel like, this is what it feels like. I feel like Richie and I are selling you a car. You've seen us on Auto Trader. You've come around to have a look at it, and it seems fine. The car seems like it's all right. You're at the beginning of a podcast. What, what's not to love? You're going to have a hoping for like half an hour, 25 minutes worth of entertainment. But just as you hand over the money to, to take the car, Richie says, can I just have a quick word with you about something? And this is what he's got to say. Uh, it won't start. <laughs> it's a cut and shut <laughs> don't buy it don't, um, just don't buy it yeah you, you may have seen uh, the duration left on this podcast and you're thinking hey up uh, this is a short one. This is not normally the length the boys go to. Um, that is because the live version of this here hometime podcast that went out on absolute radio. Touch glitchy the first hour because of all sorts of server problems, and we don't want to reserve it for you. Yeah, I mean, you, you gave us the car analogy, Bush. I, I'd almost sort of uh, say this is a fine dining restaurant, and we're saying there is a first course, all right? There is a first course, but the chef isn't happy with it, and he doesn't want you to have it. I like it, like in MasterChef, the professionals when they say, "I'm, I'm not going to serve it." <laughs> that's it yeah that's what it is where the dauphin was where's the dauphin was potato i wasn't happy with it i'm not going to serve it so it's like that oh dear so uh we'll pick back up midway through the show and um we just thought we'd let you know uh we're being honest with you all right car won't start don't like the dauphin was here's the podcast So a question I want to put to people in this hour of the show is this. Do you have a niche interest that you've recently taken to the next level? And maybe it's developed a bit since you've been trapped in the house. Like I feel like hobbies have I've done pretty well during lockdown because we, we literally have been climbing the walls with boredom. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I'm doing something dead nerdy this evening. I just want to put my cards on the table and just say what it is. Shamelessly nerdy. Uh, obviously, I'm an American football fan. Uh, it's the Super Bowl on Sunday. And me and my friend Phil, who's an American guy, his name's Phil Austin. So he's like the most American name guy in the entire world. Uh, we're going to be going head to head this evening after the show, playing a statistics based American football board game called Second Season Football. And it's based on actual statistics from uh, the, the NFL, because you know, Americans love stats and all that kind of thing. Uh, but what we're going to do is uh, he's being the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got the team sheet for them. I've got the team sheet for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to go head to head this evening uh, and see if we can predict the score of Sunday night Super Bowl. It's either inspired or the nerdiest thing you've ever heard of in your life. So tomorrow you'll have a, a prediction for us. Yes, every single bit of the board game is made by these specialists in uh, sports statistics. It's all based on the statistics from last season. So all I've got to do is drop Brady into the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the Patriots. And we, we, we might be able to predict, you know, like they sometimes do with Football Manager, because you're a yep. big Football Manager fan, Richie, aren't you? Sometimes they'll, put, they'll play two teams in Football Manager ahead of a cup final uh, and see what the score might be by putting it through the system. We're going to be doing that, hopefully. So people might want to bet on what we've what we've uh, what we've powered through on in the board game and and yeah maybe it could be a game changer who knows I like a dabble the first thing I will do tomorrow is is, is just have a look and and see what your prediction throws up in the in the online market shall we say oh imagine that there's like turbulence in the betting market because of what's been going on people have heard about it two consecutive shows now that we're talking about McFlurries um, well actually it's not too consecutive the other days you remember you, you you confessed that you'd never had a McFlurry 
Um, yeah, never. Colonel Colonel T has got in touch with us. This is this is next level nerdery. There is a website called mcbroken.com that you can go on to check if the McFlurry machine is actually working. It, wow. it, imagine being that desperate for a McFlurry right now. McDonald's are already having to uh, operate on a slightly reduced capacity with 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 COVID at the moment, but to actually check to see if the McFlurry machine is working through through the internet. That's what Tim Berners-Lee had in mind, isn't it? I, I love it, though, because that's exactly what we're talking about. That's someone who's dead passionate about McFlurries, even though it's weird that you're eating an ice cream during cold weather. We don't want to get back <laughs> into that again. Uh, and they're taking it to the next level, making sure they get their hands on an actual physical McFlurry. Uh, for me, Bush, it's I've always been obsessed with transport, as you know. Uh, uh-huh. There are so few planes in the sky at the moment that whenever I see any plane, any plane whatsoever, I will whip my phone out and I will boot up Flight Radar 24, this this plane scanning app that I'm obsessed with, and I will check out every single plane that I see because there's not many of them. So I'm always looking up, going, "Oh, where's he going? Where's he going? All oh, right, okay, Amsterdam to Chicago. Interesting. There's no point to it. I shared that earlier. Plenty of other people doing the same. Uh, James saying, "Yes, Richie, another Flight Radar 24 geek." Uh, Becky Howard saying, "I'm exactly the same. It's just curiosity." So there's quite a few of us out there. It's interesting though because I'd be looking at them thinking, "Where are you going? Where are you going, mate? No one's flying anywhere at the moment. What are you doing with your plane? What are you well, up there to?" Was- there was one the other day, because I live near Stansted Airport, he'd taken off, he turned left, came round and landed again. It was almost as if he'd taken off without his phone and thought, ah, I better go back. <laughs> I think he's giving it, doing a spin to check the engine before a big journey like you did a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Conrad wants to find out, Bush, whether you're taking it to the levels of having a boot barbecue before your game tonight. <laughs> We could tailgate. Imagine that, just tail, freezing cold, pitch black in Essex, tailgating. Not quite, <laughs> not quite the Super Bowl glitz and glamour, is it? But great idea. Uh, Lucy says, hi, I like classical music, so I've decided to learn music theory and the violin. So there you go, taking matters into her own hands. Self-taught, very impressive. Uh, Bush, Richie, I really got into making playlists in lockdown one, says this text. It's culminated in me making my ultimate 21st century bangers playlist, complete with my own cover image of the same name, inspired by the old indie compilation albums of the 90s. That is fantastic. And, you know, genuinely, like with all these things, whatever gets you through the lockdown, we endorse it. And I love this one from Matt in Birmingham. It says, Bush and Richie, my super nerdum involves roller coasters. Now, if ever there was a thing we can't do at the moment, it's roller coasters. <laughs> he says, I watch theme park blogs on a daily basis. I know I obviously... And I often visit the rcdb.com, which is the roller coaster database, to check out the spec and details of a coaster when mentioned. I can't get enough of them. Warm Other Half Katie, Oven Pride is a gift, and we haven't had World War Three about it, and this is why. Okay, let me explain. Uh, I don't know if you're like this, where you, you quite like getting weird things bought for you, or there's certain things that people buy for you because they know you like them. Katie loves Oven Pride in the oven. She, she thinks it's fantastic. So if I ever see Oven Pride on my travels, and sometimes it's kind of sold, sold out, particularly whilst everyone's been in lockdown and kind of getting stuff around the house done, uh, if I ever see it, I'll buy it because I know she loves it. But I'm sure there's other people listening out there that get unusual presents bought for them because other people know they love them, or maybe they buy weird things for other people. I'm just trying to put it out there. Whether I don't know whether this is a thing or not. 
Oh, no, it absolutely is. Butterscotch Angel Delight is something that I will always pick up uh, from the supermarket if it's in stock, uh, and that wow. will always be brought back. Um, I think if I'm I think if I'm think honest, it might be more for me, but I always come back in and say to Natalie, I say, <laughs> I bought you some Butterscotch Angel Delight because I know you love it. And she, <laughs> she'll, uh, she'll always oh, turn really? around and be like, do I? Or like, Oh, no, you always say you love it. Always say you love Butterscotch, but they never have the flavour. So, yeah, no, no, no. I, having said that, Bush... I think Angel Delight might be a little bit more conventional than uh, an oven cleaning service. Well, this is the weird thing, though, that, that um, uh, Katie and my eldest daughter, Erin, both love super noodles. So if I ever see super noodles, I'll bring them back as well. So I guess that's the kind of thing, isn't it, right? Put yourself in this situation. If you're like out and about in town and you see someone, you think, oh, Whoever it is loves them. I'll get them. That's exactly what we're after this evening, even if it's a bit weird. Here we are devising Valentine cards uh, and Roy Pakjoy and all things romance uh, on this show. And you're also now giving out tips of uh, presents for your other half. I love it. Uh, get yourself a, a Roy Pakjoy Valentine's card from Thoughtful.com. Just take the edge off that oven pride purchase. <laughs> Kitty's got involved, right? She says she is obsessed with tentacles and octopus-related stuff. So if anyone ever sees like a knitted octopus or a toy octopus, they always buy it for her. Each their own. <laughs> uh, Richard says, I always try to get my friends something Christmas related when we travel. Uh, when we went to Barcelona, we bought them La Cagadne, which is a nativity Ooh. model of a guy taking a poo, which is a thing in parts of Spain, says Richard. Do you know what? I was going to say it sounds like a, a new midfielder for Arsenal and even the bit at the end kind of wrap, <laughs> all wraps up. Says Bush before Everton lose to Leeds this evening. Uh, Hannah says spam. My mo my mother-in-law loves spam. We always get her a multi-pack tin for Christmas, and she's always delighted. Uh, Cole says I always treat the family to random puddings from the whoops sticker nearly out of date bit of the supermarket. <laughs> is that is that a present? I mean, as someone who uh, abides by the best before dates on food, I'm not sure whether I would take to having a whoops sticker piece of food. The the only ruling on that would be if he normally wouldn't have got it. Right, for example, let's take goo for an example. You normally wouldn't have got it. You think, I'm not, this is a bit too expensive. I'm not going to get one of those. Then it's reduced because of whoops. Then I think everyone's happy. Do you know what I mean? So please clarify on that. Uh, speaking <laughs> of eating stuff, Keith says, my now ex-wife used to always buy me a jumbo slab of fruit and nut whenever she went shopping. Seemed a bit surprised when I ballooned 22 stone. Keith then adds on a second tweet, follow-up, a bit of a thread. He says, it could be coincidence, of course, but since I left her last July, I've lost over three stone. Keep us posted there, Keith, lad. <laughs> Cause and effect. Yes. Do you know what? When you mentioned uh, about uh, always bringing home uh, a box of oven pride uh, for your other half, Katie Bush, whenever you saw it, um, it reminded me of, do you know what? Very specific this. It reminded me of a listener to Absolute Radio called Paul. Uh, uh -huh. who used to, I, I, and obviously because of the pandemic, no one's travelling these days, but he used to, when he flew on business to America, um, there are some chocolates over there called Girara Deli. Right, it's a brand wow. of chocolate over there. Um, and they used to make these really, really nice uh, sea salt caramel squares. Ooh. And you can only get them over there. And this guy, he loved Absolute Radio so much, He'd go over there on his business trip, pick up a box of these Girara Deli chocolates, come back, 
and post them into one golden square. And wow. that, to me, <laughs> that, that crosses the streams. It's like you getting oven pride for your other half, Katie. But yeah. it's also, it's, it's just best practice for the Absolute Radio listeners. If, if you want to make sure that you're, you're really looking after us and here, here doing these shows for you, that's the way to behave. Pick up chocolates, send them into the presenters. It's the way forward. So was it nice? Because no offence to any Americans listening to the show right now, and you do a lot of stuff brilliantly, but I don't think chocolates, a.k.a. Hershey, are particularly America's strong point. Do you know what I mean? So they did good. these are good ones, are they? These were good because the star was the fillings of the chocolate squares. So in this case, it was the sea-salted caramel, uh, which made up for the fact that American chocolate ain't great. So listen, Paul, mate, if you're listening and you've got any stock left, can you send them into our individual houses? Because we ain't going to be in the office for a while. <laughs> so there you go. There's the show. Uh, missing the first bit. But honestly, even if you listened to it at the time, you're probably glad not to hear it again anyway. So we've done you a favour. We're always honest with you on this show. As an aside, how has it taken us two and a half years stewardship of the Home Time Show uh, to, to look at the three hours of it as uh, starter, main and dessert? Uh, I, I love that as a concept. We're going to use that from here on in. <laughs>